Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So an interesting thing, we have this concept called depression. And it's actually, for me, it's a big bag of a whole bunch of stuff that we just kind of put together um, into one sack. Uh, mostly it's sadness or grief, um, uh, the feelings of oppression and powerlessness and hopelessness and helplessness. Uh, we don't want to think about that. We don't want to feel it. We don't want to do anything with it. And mostly what we do is we feel bad. <laughs> we feel bad. <laughs> Sorry to laugh, but it's true. We feel bad about ourselves and we make ourselves wrong. In essence, we self-deprecate. We um, punish ourselves. We uh, say negative things to ourselves. We um, hurt ourselves. We abuse ourselves in either small ways or big ways. But the self-deprecation is what, in a sense, keeps depression where it's at. In a sense, the level of de uh, uh, level of self-deprecation will create the set level of of depression, if you will, of what of what you may be experiencing. Now we think uh, I'm depressed. Somebody says I'm depressed. I'm going to go see my doctor and get some medication. That what that does is it kind of just numbs the the symptoms that you're already having. It's not that you become less depressed. It's just that you're depressed with um, medication. Uh, that's just what happens. So what the cause of the depression is, is this self-deprecation strategy where because we don't know how to be with our emotional self, our human self, we tend to be mad at ourselves and angry and feel hateful even of ourselves. I hate myself sometimes that I don't know how to be with my um, anger, my rage, my um, loneliness, my isolation. Um, my addictions, my eating, my desires. I don't know how to be with those things. And so rather than just going, well, I don't know how to be with that, I can learn and I can get some support. What we usually do is just beat ourselves up and um, then feel worse. And then we get to a point where we get less active, we get less um, thoughtful, we get less present in our life, and we become more numbed out. And then we go, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. I'm going to go get help. And that help, again, usually if it's in the form of a medication, it's uh, going to numb the depression rather than just um, actually undoing what's there that's creating the depression. So the other day, I was looking through my Facebook page. I don't do that very often, but I did it this particular day. And I saw a photograph of some people that I knew and I haven't seen for seven years. So seven years ago, they were in their mid-50s and they were you know, dynamic and exciting and vibrant people. And this picture, seven days, seven years later, is a picture of, of people who are 20 pounds over at least. You know, the tummies have gotten big. They're in their chairs like, ah, you know, what's the point? And though they're smiling, there's a, a lack of vibrancy that I used to know that was who they were. And my first response was, I felt really sad. I thought, oh my God, is this what everyone comes to? Do all of us have to get roly-poly? Do all of us have to get heavy and, and, um, and um, you know, just sort of a lethargic in our being? And so it, it made me aware of my own 
on oncoming lethargy, if you will, on my oncoming, the oncoming of my own sense of, well, what's another couple of pounds? What's another, you know, cookie? What's another hour in front of the TV? What's another day without walking the dog? It's so easy just to say that. What's, so what's another day without, you know, living in my highest truth and my highest good? So sorry to laugh, but it's kind of funny, isn't it? We we talk sometimes, most of you who are listening, you know, you're of a spiritual nature. That's why you're listening to this. And you have a sense of walking your talk or talking your talk and saying, you know, here's what's true for me. And I want to be aligned in integrity with, with my principles and my spiritual truths. And then we say, well, what's another hot dog or what's another, you know, piece of toast? Whatever it is that you know is not in alignment with your highest truth, your highest good. And so every time we do that, we are making a choice that's not in alignment with, again, with our highest truth. We're not in integrity. And when we're not in integrity with ourselves, we're kind of breaking a promise. And when we break a promise, it's like it it hurts us. And it's just the way it is. It just like if you break a promise to a friend or you break a promise to your a child or a partner to anybody, they don't like it. And so when you break a promise to yourself, you don't like it. That's just again what is. So when I was looking at this photograph of these people I hadn't seen in a long time, I looked and I, it was like I was saying, "So what are you thinking in the picture?" Not as a judgment or as an anything but just a curiosity what are you thinking that has you in a sense what my my interpretation is somehow they gave up somehow they quit uh wanting to be their best self wanting to be the um strength and the courage and the conviction of who they say they are and so i'm looking at them in the picture and saying so did you give up did you quit did you decide well what's the point like, what is it? Or, or, and it's my projections, right? It's like, I'm seeing this and I might have a total different response than to what they're actually experiencing and thinking and living. Uh, it's just an, a moment in time where I'm seeing something and I'm making an interpretation that impacts on me personally, emotionally, but also gets me to say, hey, what's going on here? And so the reason I bring this up is as we're aging, there's so many more opportunities for our attitudes to be one of, well, what's another beer? What's another coffee cake? What's another, um, you know, day in bed? And, and slowly we become this lethargic person and our attitudes become one of, uh, of not caring. And so slowly the self-deprecation increases and our abilities to move, be mobile, it kind of decreases. And it's not that we can't, we just won't. We won't. We won't. So um, there's many times in this process of everyday life where we're at choice to choose to do it differently. Um, Some friends of mine, um, (laughs) they... uh, they, this, uh, my friend, I'll call her Carol, she saw this electric bike here on the island and she went, oh my God, I want one. And it's like, really? You really want that? She's a little overweight. She hasn't been very active. And it's like, you're just, you know, do you really want that? It's like a $1,200 toy, basically. 
but she was really excited about it and so she got it and it was so fun for her that her husband decided to get a bike too and so they both have these bikes and the the amazing thing is that they went from more sedentary more not doing much to actually getting on their bike every day maybe twice or three times a day even just to say, hey, I want to go get a loaf of bread. And then they get on their bikes and they run to the grocery store and it makes them happy. It's like, wow, that is a, such a shift from um, what they were to who they are now. And not only are they active, more active and having fun, but they're doing it together as a couple. To me, that is, is so rare for individuals to be enjoying their partner in that kind of partnership and playfulness. You know, there are a lot of people who do that, but it's kind of more not as much as I'd like to see it in the world. And I think most of us would like to have a partner that we're, you know, engaged with and doing things together. So the whole point of this is that we make choices and those choices come from a place of what's the point? What's another day without, you know, moving in the direction of my highest good? You know, I'm going to die anyway. Uh, it's hopeless. I'm getting old. I'm not going to do this, be able to do this for much longer. So the negativity of the energy of that begins to wear on us. And as it wears on us, we become less vital. We become less um, light-filled and delighted. And we become less interested in really honoring our, ourselves and really enjoying the truth of the vitality and the brilliance and the radiance of who we are. And so just today, um, asking yourself to, to, <laughs> to look at all the ways, this is what I'm doing, um, all the ways that, or some of the ways, or even one way that you may be self-deprecating, where you might say, oh, it's hopeless anyway, what's the point? I'll just have another piece of cake or whatever that is, or I'll watch another pornography thing on, you know, on the internet. Whatever it is that's your thing that takes you out of actually living a life that, that's vital and delightful and fun, that's what I want you to look at. Just say, well, I do it there, and I do it there. I do it probably in 15, <laughs> at least 15 places a day. Uh, so to look at that then gives me more choice so that as I'm aging, I'm not de becoming decrepitude and depriving myself of vitality. I'm actually becoming more and more alive and able to do what makes me happy. So that's pretty much it. Um, please feel free to visit me at my website, theparadigmshifts.com. You'll find some books there that are uh, all in alignment with what we're talking about. I have a new Facebook group that I'd love you to join called Aging Like a Guru, Who Me? So feel free to come and join and you'll find uh, different articles, people talking about aging. And if you'd like to leave a comment or ask questions, that's a really, really good place to do it. All right. That's it for now. Big hugs. Thanks again. Bye-bye.